Are you looking for a podcast that your whole family can enjoy that asks the deep philosophical questions like, do trees fart? If you are, then you'll love Tumble, a science podcast for kids. I'm Lindsay. And I'm Marshall. Join us as we explore stories of science discovery, from butts to animals, dinosaurs, astronomy, and everything in between. You'll love these stories, and you'll learn something new. Find and follow Tumble Science Podcast for Kids wherever you get your podcasts, or at sciencepodcastforkids.com. kids welcome to our show we are a family podcast empowering a generation of kind and empathetic creators and citizens of the world with summer slowly coming to an end the air might start to get a little crisp and the leaves might start putting on their colorful coats that means that fall is slowly approaching Today, we're going on a flavor-filled adventure to explore the world of pumpkin spice and all the wonderful tastes and smells that fall brings. My name is Asher and I'm your host along with my mom, Kristen. Before we get ready for fall flavors, we have a special birthday celebration. We want to wish Ravid a happy birthday. Ravid wants to travel to Jordan someday. Happy birthday. We also want to wish Ariel from New York City and Stella Park from Los Angeles a very happy birthday. Ariel wants to visit Australia someday and Stella wants to visit Japan someday. Happy birthday to our Culture Kids family. Happy birthday. So Asher, how do you feel about the summer wrapping up? I went to the beach, literally, like every day this summer. But I'm so excited because I love Halloween. And summer ending means it's coming up. (laughs) In some parts of the world, the leaves change color and the weather gets a lot colder. Yeah, too bad leaves don't really change colors here. It does get colder here in Los Angeles, but not too much. No matter how your hometown celebrates coming of fall, if you are in America, one thing we can probably find everywhere is the smell of pumpkin spice. It's a flavor that has become a symbol for fall. It's a symbol of warmth and comfort, and it's everywhere. Mm -hmm. It's in candles, desserts, drinks, and I smell it all day around this time. We'll take a journey into the origins, history, and how and why it became a cultural icon that brings families together. So let's start from the beginning. What is pumpkin spice? Is it a pumpkin that's spicy? Oh no. Or is it a spice that tastes like pumpkin? That's actually a really good question, Asher. Pumpkin spice is a popular blend of spices commonly used to flavor foods and beverages, especially during the fall season. That's it. The typical ingredients that make up pumpkin spice are cinnamon, nutmeg, cloves, and sometimes ginger. 
So it's a flavor or a smell. The cinnamon adds a sweet and comforting warmth, while nutmeg brings a rich, nutty essence. Nutty, I love cinnamon. I love adding it to my desserts. The cloves bring a hint of spiciness, and the ginger offers a little zing that really brings out the other flavors. When all these spices come together, they create a very special taste that people recognize as pumpkin spice. I didn't hear the word pumpkin in the pumpkin spice. That's a very good point. Surprisingly, pumpkin spice flavor doesn't always contain real pumpkin. Huh? The term pumpkin spice refers to the blend of spices used to flavor pumpkin-based dishes. While the spices in pumpkin spices, such as cinnamon, nutmeg, cloves, and sometimes ginger, go perfectly with pumpkins, the flavor itself doesn't always include pumpkin as an ingredient. But in some recipes, like pumpkin pie, do they use pumpkin spices? Another good question. In some recipes, like pumpkin pie or pumpkin spice latte, which is a very popular grown-up coffee drink, <laughs> pumpkin puree or flavoring is often added with the spices. So while the pumpkin spice can be added with real pumpkins, it's really the smell of the spices that gives the flavor its special taste. Wow. That's silly. Let's dive into the history of pumpkin spice and why it is important. And why is everyone so crazy about it? <laughs> the spice that make up pumpkin spice have been used for centuries in cooking and medicine. That's a very long time. So, as we mentioned earlier, the spices in pumpkin spice are. Cinnamon, ginger, nutmeg, cloves, and sometimes allspice. These spices were brought to Europe by traders from Southeast Asia, and they quickly became very popular. So the origins of pumpkin spice can be traced back to the spices themselves. Each spice has been used for centuries in cooking and medicine. Cinnamon is native to Sri Lanka and Myanmar, and it has been used for centuries as a flavoring agent and medicinal herb. That means it was used to heal people and make them healthy. Yay! Ginger is native to China, and it has also been used to make food tastes good, and also it's good for medicine. Uh -huh. Nutmeg is native to Indonesia, and it has been used for a very long time, also as a flavor and medicine. Cloves are flower buds that originated from Maluku Islands in Indonesia. These islands were also known as spice islands because they were a major source of important spices like cloves, nutmeg, and more. The warm, sweet, and slightly spicy taste of cloves made them popular for both cooking and medicine. It helps with pain too. Ow. So the first recorded use of pumpkin spice ever in a dessert was in a cookbook called American Cookery that was written in 1796. The cookbook was written by Amelia Simmons, and it included a recipe for pumpkin pie that called for cinnamon, nutmeg, and ginger. Even though this was hundreds of years ago, the recipe is very similar to the pumpkin pie recipes we use today. 
This book was a bestseller and it helped to popularize pumpkin spice in the United States. Pumpkin pie quickly became a popular dessert and the use of pumpkin spice became more common. Then in the early 20th century, spice companies began to sell pumpkin pie spice blends. This made it easier for people to make their own pumpkin pie, and the flavor became very popular. The popularity of pumpkin spice continued to grow in the 1990s when Starbucks introduced the pumpkin spice latte. This is a grown-up coffee drink that quickly became a fall favorite, and it helped to popularize pumpkin spice even more. Today, pumpkin spice is everywhere. It has become the flavor of fall, and people love its warm, comforting taste. Let's dive into why people go crazy for pumpkin spice. A long, long time ago, in evolution, sweet and slightly spicy flavors meant food was ripe and safe to eat. So this could explain why we find the combination of sweet and spicy from pumpkin slice so delicious. Our ancestors' preferences for these flavors might still influence what we like today. Also, studies have shown that the smell of pumpkin spice can bring happy feelings because the spices in pumpkin spice, such as cinnamon and nutmeg, have been shown to have calming and mood-boosting effects. Pumpkin spice is often linked with fall, which is when people are more happy and excited. Because it's time for harvest, holidays, and spending time with family. It's a comforting time, like a squishy marshmallow. (laughs) Yep, people enjoy the familiar and comforting flavors that remind them of family rituals, cozy moments, and seasonal changes. Pumpkin spices are also not just one flavor. It's a combination of many spices. That creates a complex taste, so people like that. Oh yeah. The mix of cinnamon's warmth and nutmeg's earthiness and clove's spiciness creates a multi-layered flavor that keeps our taste buds engaged. So many flavors in the tongue! And lastly, since pumpkin spice flavored items are only associated during the fall season, the limited availability makes people more excited for its arrival. I know, I often find myself buying pumpkin spice everything because I know it'll disappear in a matter of just a few weeks. Oh, because you know you can't have it. When winter comes, you want to keep buying it. Uh-oh. Exactly. And also, big companies like Starbucks or Dunkin' Donuts have worked very hard on marketing pumpkin spice products. They created a sense of excitement and anticipation around pumpkin spice, which helps to make it even more popular than it already is. <laughs> pumpkin spice is a reminder of the power of food. Yeah. 
and how it could bring lots of feelings, emotions, and memories. <laughs> Is pumpkin spice popular everywhere around the world? So the pumpkin spice is popular in many countries around the world, like Canada, United Kingdom, and obviously here in the United States. But countries like South Korea, my hometown, Japan, and others, even though they do have pumpkin spice products during the fall, it is definitely not as popular. What is that? I don't like the flavoring that much. Well, this is most likely due to a number of things, like the fact that spices like cinnamon or nutmeg is not so commonly used in some countries. And pumpkins are usually used as a savory side dish, not really a dessert. So in some countries, pumpkin spice is not always linked with the fall season. Exactly. Every country and every cuisine is so different. It usually depends on the location and the type of spices and ingredients that are commonly used. Well, I'm excited to eat pumpkin pie and get warm and cozy for the fall. Me too. And to our Culture Kids community, we hope you've been inspired to take a journey through the senses of smell and taste. Just like pumpkin spice brings memories of fall and spending time with family, think about other delicious smells and flavors that fill your heart with lots of happy thoughts. Ooh, like in our kitchen, when mommy's baking cookies, or the cozy scent of a fireplace on a chilly evening. These are the moments that remind me of my family. Well, we never end our episode without some jokes. Okay, you can go first, Asher. Why did the kid bring a ladder to school? Why? Because she wanted to go to high school. <laughs> oh, I get it. Because when you climb a ladder, you get higher in high school. Got it. Okay, mommy's turn. What do you call two birds that are in love? What? Tweed hearts. I like that. Birds go tweet tweet and it sounds like sweetheart. Can I go one last time? You got another one? Yeah. Okay, go. What animal is always at the baseball game? What? A bat. Ah. I could have figured that one out, but I didn't. Good one. Well, thank you so much for tuning in today and reach out to us at hello at culturekidsmedia.com for birthday shout outs and anything you'd like to share with us. Check out our Instagram at culturekidsmedia for photos and videos and some fun behind the scenes footage. And grown-ups, please do us a huge favor and leave us a rating on Apple and Spotify so that more families can find us and join our community. 
and we have lots of cool guests coming up this fall, so please stay tuned. Until next time. We've all been there. You're standing in a museum, staring at a painting, and all you can think is, I don't get it. To me, knowing the story behind an artwork is a huge part of knowing how to look at it. I'm Amanda, the host of the Art of History podcast, where we view history through the lens of some really great works of art. Each episode, we dive deep into the bigger picture behind some familiar and maybe not so familiar pieces. Check out Art of History now wherever you get your podcasts.